Hey there, and I wanted to let you know that this is kind of a unique episode. So at the beginning of this year, I was privileged to begin taking on a new role as a a co-host, rather, and producer of another podcast. And that is the Church Advance with Brian Sams podcast. Brian is a pastor in Jacksonville, Florida, who has a heart to help other pastors as we advance a reformation of fellowship, partnership, and gospel hope amongst Bible-believing churches. And I'm really honored to have a part in this podcast, and I've had some really great conversations with Brian. And so that's what I wanted to feature is a conversation that Brian and I had a few months ago on his podcast on the idea of not allowing our devices and technology distract us. I thought it was really relevant for my podcast and our audience out there. And so I'm really looking forward to sharing that with you. Now, if you want to hear the rest of this conversation, this is only part of it. It's actually part of a series that we did on the Church Advance podcast. Then you are going to want to make sure that you check that out. It's available on YouTube and also on Apple uh, Podcast, Spotify, wherever you may listen to podcasts. It's Church Advance with Brian Sams. Also, you can see the show notes to connect with the podcast there. But I'm really excited to share this conversation I had with Brian on this episode of the Must Increase podcast. Thanks for joining us for this episode. And before we get started, please take a moment to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you may listen to podcasts. If you want to learn more about any guest featured in this episode or access any content or resources discussed, be sure to check out the show notes in the episode description. We hope today's episode increases truth and inspires hope in the lives of your church, your business, your family, and beyond. Welcome to the Must Increase Podcast. What I really want to share with you is some things that I learned after taking a the first ministry sabbatical that I've taken in 20 years of ministry. Uh, in the summer of 2022, I took seven weeks off of uh, church work. I did not preach. I did not uh, do any meetings. I did not have email access. Uh, I did not even have phone access for most of it. Uh, I just kind of shut the world out. And uh, and God really taught me some things. In fact, uh, Luke, I would like us to, um, to link to podcast episode number 56 uh, on, on the Church Advance podcast, which is where I, I talked about why you need a sabbatical. And, and I, I recorded that episode. I think right before or right after I came, either went to or came back from my sabbatical, but I've never really unpacked kind of what things I learned from that time. And that's really what I want to do today. Um, uh, Interestingly enough, during that seven weeks, the first week of the seven, uh, I spent in complete solitude with Angie on our 20th wedding anniversary trip to Jamaica. 
And now Angie and I have gone on a what we would call a, a, a more nice uh, trip every five year anniversary. Where we'll go to somewhere uh, that's you know really mostly a Caribbean ver- uh, vacation. Sometimes we do it every year, but we usually go to a big one. It's a little more expensive, a little more exclusive, just to relax and enjoy and spend time together. So, um, so what I did the first week was that was just complete solitude. I mean, there was there was we didn't we didn't we didn't do any kind of television anything. We just we sat, we read, we enjoyed each other. We we ate nice restaurants, had a great time. I just completely unplugged and detoxed from 20 years of uh, neck break pace uh, uh, ministry, really. Uh, And so, you know, it's interesting. uh, Other than Jesus Christ, the most important men in both testaments of Scripture, that would be Moses and Paul, were transformed by years of isolation and solitude Hmm. in a remote wilderness. Hmm. And there uh, are moments in our pressure cooked lives when, when years of escape to some hidden place sound wistfully compelling, meaning we wish we could uh, go and do like the 13 year, you know, Exodus or whatever, but we know that's not realistic because our responsibilities, the calling of God in our lives for the most part is, is to be productive and to be, you know, uh, doing God's work. Uh, we're not to be slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. However, there's got to be a balance that we strike in our uh, lives of, 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 of including moments of solitude, of rest, um, of quietness before the Lord in order to recharge and to refocus uh, and to be resent back into the work that God has called us to do. I mean, I mean, Jesus did this. He did it for both himself and his disciples. Uh, Matthew four verse one, Matthew fourteen verse twenty three, Mark one thirty five, Luke uh, four forty two. In fact, at Mark chapter six verse thirty one, he says, "Come aside by yourselves to a deserted mm-hmm. place and rest a while." For there were many coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat. So they departed to a deserted place in the boat by themselves. Um, I would say, Luke, we all need to replenish our resources, uh, both inwardly and our outward person, regularly in order to re-engage passionately into the work. Uh, that God has called us to do. Um, without this kind of disengagement to re-engage, we become more shallow. We relate more loosely. We engage less frequently. And we reduce ultimately our productivity. It almost sounds, it almost sounds counterintuitive that you disengage to be more productive. But the fact of the matter is, I think that's what you find in a busy, burdened, and broken world. Uh, we need to find some rest and quietness in order to both replenish ourselves and to find ourselves more productive. I mean, Luke, uh, it's just a busy life, isn't it? Yeah, it is. 
It is. And, you know, as you're, as you're talking about this, now, I've, I've not uh, had the 20 years, uh, two decades of ministry experience that you've had. But uh, in my, what I would consider, I guess, short, um, you know, time in my adult life, let's put it that way, uh, I've kind of had two segments. Uh, I've had a, a first half where I was working full time uh, at a church in a ministry. And then the second half has been here where I've been self-employed, you know, uh, doing a little bit more of a, I guess, freelance type of, of work as, uh, in, in that way, entrepreneur life, whatever you want to call it. And, um, you know, I used to have this mindset, like you said, uh, and I'm still learning and figuring it out, but it was, it was this mindset of you, you have to maximize and capitalize every hour, every minute of your day. Uh, and you have to be willing to work, you know, more than 40 hours a week. And you have to be willing to just go nonstop dedicated to the ministry. Um, and what's interesting is, yeah, like you said, there's seasons, there's times where being all in like that is necessary. But, um, for me, uh, what I, what the resource I actually got a hold of was the book free to focus by Michael Hyatt. Um, it, mm. the concept that he goes on there is basically, he says, Hey, statistically, if you spend more than 50 hours doing work, uh, in a week. And I know what we're going to talk about here overall is this idea of sabbatical. Um, but just as far as your week to week workflow, if you spend more than 50 hours, uh, working, uh, then what you're going to find is anything past those 50 hours is basically diminishing returns, uh, because you have mm-hmm. exhausted yourself mentally and physically to where that work is, is almost pointless. And that grasping yes. that, uh, changed my complete approach to how I was doing things. And what's interesting is, like I said, you look at those two halves, this back half of my adult life, doing the entrepreneurial thing, slowing down, stepping back. I mean, still doing my fair share of work, if you will, but not being consumed with having to spend every hour of every minute of every day. I mean, uh, this has, uh, what I'm getting at is the back half of my adult life so far has been much more productive than my, my, my first half. And, and again, this is just a small little sampling, if you will. I've, I hope have many more years to live and we'll see how it all plays out. But this idea that, you know, and again, I, I got that mentality that you just have to go nonstop, nonstop. Um, and while there may be seasons where that's necessary, like you said, you have to replenish, you have to step back the, the ministry of, you mentioned Moses and Paul, but even Jesus Christ himself, uh, is, is one of, uh, not always being busy, and always in a hurry. Uh, and so I, I am, I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to unpacking this conversation here uh, about the, this, this idea of sabbatical in general. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing I want, I want to, I, I, I have not changed much of what I am doing. I've changed some of how I'm doing it. Just let me give you just a little perspective of, of me kind of in, in, in kind of a weekly uh, workflow for me. Uh, I am, I am, Every week, preparing new content for a Sunday morning sermon. Obviously, every week as a pastor, I do that. Additionally, I am often uh, leading a Wednesday evening Bible study, or minimally, am having training sessions with our pastoral interns at our church. Uh, at any given time, also, I'm creating new content for messages that I'm preaching at conferences. Uh, my own conference, I spoke at Idea Summit earlier this year. That was a new prep. Uh, I teach. I teach Bible college and seminary 10 to 15 hours per semester. Um, I've made a commitment personally to pray through my church roster weekly. 
And that commitment is oftentimes stressed because of our ever-growing church. Um, uh, It takes a long time, man, to pray by name for, you know, a couple of hundred people. Uh, And and it's just something I decided if I was going to pastor a church, I was going to pray for the people. The only way I know how to do it is to pull the roster out and pray for them by name. takes time. Uh, I'm committed to training new ministry leaders in our church. That is future pastors, future like ministry leaders in our ministry. Last fall, I did a 10-week series just for leaders, all new content, content I'll probably share on the podcast at some point, uh, just of training lay leaders. Not to mention uh, the, 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 the things that are occasional, like death, weddings, angry people, hurting people, searching people, struggling people that need my virtually what we would consider ever-present attention. They're going to call me. They're going to email me. They're going to text me. Um, uh, I I had a man recently wanted to have breakfast because he was facing the 40th wedding anniversary of he and his wife. His wife had passed away um, suddenly of a heart attack uh, just at, during the COVID situation. Hmm. Um, I, I I spent time. I've spent time with a pastor recently who. Uh, returned from vacation to a group of seven leaders in his church that had demanded his resignation and Mm -hmm. walked through that with him. And now that same man has recently relocated to Florida and is, is, uh, is uh, involved in getting my help from him on a consistent basis. As you all know, I spend a ton of time preparing uh, to travel uh, outside speaking. I'm recording this particular episode from Houston, Texas, uh, where, where ironically, as I'm recording this, uh, it is four days before Easter of 2023, uh, which we are, of course, uh, having Easter and also beginning a brand new church uh, 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 on Easter Sunday, a Spanish congregation. Uh, and, and, and I have an innumerable amount of people, I think, that, that, that seek advice. I mentioned, I think, in the last, one of our last episodes that one of my former college students is coming down to Florida for a few hours, I have a pastor the same week next week who reached mm. to me out of the blue and said, I don't have any friends. Would you be willing to spend a little bit of time with me? Of course, if I can. Uh, prayer, advice, counsel, just, it just goes, it goes, it goes, it goes, it goes. Uh, oh, 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 oh. And uh, of course, uh, I have five children. Uh, five. Uh, <laughs> five. One, two, three, four, five, which my wife and I are committed in rotation to spending one hour of concentrated time with each of them each month. Wow. So once a week, uh, I'm taking Blake out to McDonald's for a happy meal. Then next week I'm taking Ashley and then I'll take Adriana for coffee. And then Ag- Angie does the same thing. Oh, and, and yes, by the way, I am married, uh, uh, to my wife, Angie of almost now 21 years. And I say all that, it almost sounds exhausting just to say it, but I can honestly tell you, Luke, uh, <laughs> did he mention the podcast, which, which should be obvious. There's a lot of time that goes into that, but, uh, I, I'm not stressed. I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not burnout. I've never felt burnout. I've been tired. Uh, I believe that God has shown grace by giving me insight into daily, weekly, annual, rhythms of rest and solitude, you, you, you mentioned the word Sabbath, uh, into my regular life that, 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 that was birthed out of my actual Sabbath experience, led me 
to rhythms uh, that I can be busy, I can be productive, but at the same time, I refuse to be busy and productive at the high cost of my health, my family, and my joy. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling you that I accomplished these things that I just described to you within the confines of a reasonable and regular work week. You had mentioned you know, exceeding 50-hour work week. I honestly, Luke, I don't know that I ever have in any recent years uh, exceeded a 50-hour work week. Now, there are seasons. Um, there are weeks that are busier than others, like conference weeks or like this This week's a little stretch because I'm traveling and there's a heavy load on the back end of this week. There are a few times like that, but I, I that next week, I'm not even having a staff meeting. I'm probably only going to be in the office three days out of five next week. you got to understand those kinds of things. But uh, God does not want us to live frazzled, uh, distracted, frustrated lives, okay? He wants us to be productive, but he also wants us to do it at a pace that is reasonable, healthy, and and, and sustainable uh, for that matter. And so uh, I am proposing through this episode uh, or a few episodes, I am proposing a rhythm of silence, uh, absence from speaking to anybody but God, uh, eliminating distractions so that I can engage. Okay, if I'm only going to put in, let's say, 40 hours a week or whatever, okay, and and I'm going to do everything I'm doing, then that means I've got to be dead focused. Okay, I've got to be intentional, and I've got to know what my priorities are. I've got to know how to fit them in, and I've got to know what to keep away from me in order for me to be able to do that. I have got to be willing to voluntarily and temporarily withdraw into isolation with God, uh, with my family, with, with my own thoughts in order for me to be able to function at a high level without coming apart while doing it. So that's, that basically that was the big lesson for my sabbatical. Okay. This whole idea that I don't have to need, you know, I know some guys, they run so hard. It's like every other month they've got to take two or three weeks off. Well, I don't think that's the, I I don't think that is healthy. I think regular and systematic rhythms of silent solitude and hard work with the right kinds of practices will enable you to do that. Now, let me, let me say before I get into my, uh, my, uh, my little outline here that I want to, that I want to, that I want to give you is, uh, let me see, let me see if I'm, if I'm going to cover it. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into that. Let, let's go through these, Luke. Let's, let, okay, I, yeah. so here's, here's, here, here's the basic outline, 10 ways that I can eliminate noise in order to gain more peace and productivity. That That's what we're talking about with that yeah. <laughs> lengthy introduction. I think that'll help yeah. us get where we're going. It was great to have you join us for this episode. And if you want to make sure that you don't miss any upcoming content, you're going to want to make sure that you're subscribed to our YouTube channel and that you follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you enjoy this content, then please don't hesitate to leave us that five-star review. And then also tell other church leaders and pastors about this podcast. We would really appreciate you helping us spread the word.
This podcast is hosted by Brian Sams. It's produced by myself, Luke Clayton, and my team at mustincrease.com. We really look forward to having you join us in the next episode as we continue to advance a reformation, a fellowship, partnership, and gospel hope amongst Bible-believing pastors and churches right here on Church Advance with Brian Sams. Thank you.